you know, when you read the scriptures and it says, we fled up into the north, off into the mountains. A lot of us fled the, um, the southern kingdom and migrated into areas like Benin and Cameroon. To this day, this is, these are facts. I can show you images of Benin and how it looks exactly how Haiti looks right now. You understand? When you look, when you read the the um, biography of Toussaint, Toussaint, when you read it, you will see that he came from Benin. You know what I'm saying? So this a little, this a little biblical history. You know what I'm saying? So we can't dispute or refute the truth. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Father. He allows me to endeavor or or should i say carry on all this wisdom that i give to my people free 99 because that's just how we do this is how we do are you dumb or are you dumb but anyway so in 1804 which is january 1st we declared our independence and shout out to all the Haitians that's gonna be in their house eating that soup, Jean Jean, which y'all don't know is pumpkin soup. Why we eat pumpkin soup? Because pumpkin soup was something that the French used to eat in front of us when we were slaves. And they it, it was like, uh, I guess, for blessings and new beginnings and better endeavors. So when we conquered, the first thing we said we gonna do, we gonna eat some soup, Jean Jean. <laughs> And we've been eating it every year since, since 1804 to 2022. We out here eating soup, jong jong. And my mom, she already texted me, said, make sure you bring your behind to the house and come get some. So that's, that's just something that we must continue. I don't care if you was born in America, you better ask somebody to teach you. You better go on YouTube and gather all this information and learn how to cook it but um yeah so we're gonna give a brief little history and um it's 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 let me let me make this clear see all of this history that's gonna be given to you it's a level of black history that they don't talk about the reason why they don't talk about it because they don't want to give you no sight of motivation see here in america they always give you the martin luther king and the rosa parks these are the two like historical black historical pioneers of african-american history this is that's as far as they go they might just they might give you a little bit of booker t washington but that's as far as they go right because some of you guys may not know that martin luther king and rosa Parks was freemasons and i don't want to cause no you know making a conspiracy these are facts right and there was also a sister that, that that sat in the front way before her, and it was a big situation, and it, and it get no public notoriety because it wasn't part of their plan. But anyway, 
I digress. The reason why they give you these two individuals here in America, because when you look up, when you look up Dr. King, right, you see he gave a speech of the inclusion, which is which which is something that I'm gonna do. Maybe if it's not this week, it will definitely be the week after, right around. And I'm gonna show you guys how Martin Luther King's dream became a nightmare for black people. Even himself knew that, right? But the reason why they give you these individuals because for one, Martin Luther King was creating this inclusion, you know? He, he, he was pushing for this integration. And integration amongst us only means infiltration, meaning these people have all the rights because of what he did. This is what they say. Because of what he did, we're able to merge cultures together. That's not true. What he did was allow these people to infiltrate your community. You know, neighborhoods like, you know, Harlem. You know, once upon a time, Harlem was for colored people. Manhattan was for colored people. Nobody wanted to live in this little island. You understand? It was for colored people. Central Park was literally one of the last slave refuge. If you came from the South, Central Park was where you dwelt. You understand? And this is historical facts. You could look these things up. What I'm saying is not my opinion, right? But they give you that because in that process of him pushing this, they also show you the, the wickedness that they've done, the dog sickening and, and, and him being murdered and all of this. It's a fear tactic, right? It's a fear tactic. And it also shows you a level of, how should I say this, being passive. You know, you, you, you know when they interjected with Christ said, well, you know, you know you heard before, eye for an eye. But if the other man hits you and he lashes you, give him the other side to lash too. This is what they interject so they can have you in this type of mentality, right? But with this Haitian revolution, why they don't talk about it? Because when you see that these people who had absolutely nothing, and yes, we, we, we had the spiritual powers, we know that, we know, had absolutely nothing and rose up and took down a powerful army because to have slaves means you had to be a power, a, a power structure country in order to do so. Ships ain't cheap. Military cheap, cheap, um, um, armory. These things aren't cheap. And just imagine how much money they was already generating from the cocoa, the sugar cane, the cotton, you know, the watermelons. Yeah, don't listen to these people. We was picking these fruits and they was eating all of it. You understand me? Facts, right? But the reason why they don't want to show you that is because of the motivation that comes with that when you see stuff like that by default as a black man it makes you feel good it makes you want to live for something it makes you want to fight for something and america can't afford that because america knows once colored people rebel 
this all have. They know this. So instead of giving you the Haitian Revolution and showing you, you know, the importance of unity, trust, principles, morality, because that's what you're going to get. This is how this Haitian Revolution changed the world. They was able to see that, yo, even with nothing, these people stuck together. They fought together. They rose together. They went through it all together because it was just one common goal. And that common goal was, you're going to let us be free by any means necessary. But I digress. We're going to talk, we're going to give you a brief history about the Haitian Revolution. And shout out to all, shout out to all the forefathers. And I hope, you know, me bringing this out is to give you guys a level of, you know, a level of understanding, a level of em em embracing, a level of paying respect, but not paying respect and just accepting it for this one day, but just paying a respect and continue the fight. The fight doesn't end. The fight is not over, but we'll talk about that later on at the end of the broadcast, right? So I'm going to give you guys my screen. For those that don't know, I'm recording and I'm also um, video recording. So you'll have an audio and a video. So I'm going to give the screen, putting up the screen, okay? gonna talk about it so this is from the blackpads.org shout out to these people they always put up you know historical events when it's pertaining to black people wonderful thing you get you got african-american history as you guys can see on the top you got global african history you know what i'm saying and and, and it's just a beautiful this is just a beautiful thing you know what i'm saying i i, I love it and you know, look at look at look, look at the pictures. You know what I'm saying? You see our people. You see how we was dressed. They got us believing that we was running around being animals. Now we was killing them and taking their outfits and putting it on and making them know that we are the superior. Shout out, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the shout out to the Aisin. When I say I'm going there, I'm saying You know what I'm saying? And for I'm translating it. I said this, my Haitian people. This is for you. You hear me? Come on, let's read, right? So let's, let's, let's give a brief history. It says, The Haitian Revolution has often been described as the largest and most successful slave rebellion in the Western Hemisphere. Slaves ignited the, rev the rebellion in 1791, and by 1803, they had succeeded in ending not just slavery, but French control over the colony. The Haitian Revolution, however, was much more complex, consistent, consisting of several revolutions going on simul simultaneously. These, these revolutions were influenced by the French Revolution in 1789. Again, 
this revolution changed the world. It changed the world. And these are the stuff that they do not want you to ever pay attention to. And this is why they do all their wickedness into Haiti. And we, we, we'll get into that on another note, right? It says, which will come to present a new concept of human rights, universal citizenship, and participation in government. You see what I'm saying? See what this done? You see how this revolution changed? They, they now realize, like, now nah, we, we, we got to get them included because if we don't, a possibility that this can happen. And for those that don't know, when Haitian people get mad, oh, they get mad. Oh, it's, it's, it's fire and brimstones. I seen a dude with the whole Dominican Republic thing. This man got shot with a shotgun. You hear me? And he didn't budge. He didn't fall. He it, it was like he was possessed. Still attacked the person with the with a with the knife or with a sword or a stick. I don't really remember. But the dude with the shotgun has a shotgun in his hand. Went off running because I'm telling you, when you get these people to that point, when they black out. The only way, the only way for them to simmer down is until they see blood. And it's crazy, but that's your ICS, man. Let's continue. It says in the 18th century, Santo Dominican as Haiti was then known become French wealthiest overseas colony, largely because of its production of sugar, coffee, indigo, and cotton. Generated by enslaved labor, by enslaved labor force, when the French Revolution broke out in 1789, there were five distinct sets of interest groups in the colony. There were white planters who owned the plantations and slaves. There was p- pity blankies who were what is this? Artisans, shopkeepers, and teachers. Some of them also owned a few slaves. Together, they numbered 40,000 of the colony's residents. This is a lot. This is what they want you to believe. It was a lot of them. It was more them than us. Okay? Of the colony's uh, residents. Many of the white or Santa Domingo, Santa Dominican, began to support an independence movement that began when the French imposed steep tariffs on the items imported into the colony. The planters were extremely disenchanted with the French because they were forbidden to trade with any other nation. Furthermore, the white population of Santo Santo Dominican, that's what it looks like, did not have any representations in France. Despite their call for independence, both the planters and the petty blanks remained committed to the institution of slavery. The three remaining groups of African descent, those who were free, those who were slaves, and those who had run away. There was about 30,000 free blacks in 1789. Half of them were mulattoes, and often they were wealthier 
then the P.T. Blankies, the Milanos is the mix, right? The slave population was close to 500,000. The runaway slaves called the Maroons, they had retreated deep into the mountains of Santa Domingo, Santa Domingo, Domingo, right? And live off the substance farming, right? And I know a couple of, and I know a couple of family who still lives in these deep mountains till this day, right? Haiti had a history of slave rebellions. The slaves were never willing to submit to their status and with their strength in numbers 10 to 1, colonial officials and planters did all that was possible to control them. Despite the harshness and cruelty of the Santa Domingo slavery, there were slave rebellions before 1791. One plot involved the poison of masters. You understand? I'm telling you, when you get these people, when you get the Haitians to that point of when they turn black and they black out, they don't care what it is, fire and brimstone. They're not going to stop until they see blood, right? It says, inspired by an event in France, a number of Haitian-born revolutionary movements emerged simultaneously. They used their inspiration, the French Revolution Declaration of Rights of Men. The General Assembly in Paris responded by enticing attacking legislations which gave the various colonies some autoimmune and local level. The legislation which called for all local properties, proprietors, excuse me, to be active citizens with both ambitious and radicals. It was interpreted in Santo Domingo as applied only to the planter class and thus excluded pity blankies from the government. Yet it allowed free citizens of color who were substantial property owners to participate. This legislation promulgated in Paris keep Santo Domingo's in the colonial empire instead generated a three-sided civil war between the planters, the free slaves, and the P.T. Blanks. However, all three goods, all three groups will be challenged by the enslaved black majority which was also influenced and inspired by events in France. Led by former slave Toussaint Louverture, the enslaved would act first, rebellion against the planters on August 21st, 1791. Remember that day. Remember that day. Remember August 21, Aisians. Never forget that. Honor that. That's when they put their foot down. That's when your forefathers put their foot down and said, we about to, we about to go fishing. You understand me? It says, by 1792, they controlled a third of the island. So within a year, third of the island, despite reinforcements from France, see, I mean, when they tell you these foolish numbers or it was this, that, and it was, no, they was bringing a whole lot of them. Okay, the area of the colony held by the rebels grew as the violence on both sides. It says before the fight ended, a hundred thousand of five hundred blacks 
and 24,000 of 400 whites were killed. Nonetheless, the former slaves managed to stive off both the French and the British who arrived in 1793 to conquer the colony. They needed help. They needed help. Come on, let's read, let's read. read. <laughs> to conquer the colony and who withdrew in 1798 after a series of defeat by Levert's forces. By 1801, Levert expanded the revolution beyond Haiti. You hear this? We, by 1801, Levert expanded the, revu, the revolution beyond Haiti, conquering the neighborhood Spanish colony of Santo Domingo, present-day Dominican Republic. So when you hear these Dominicans talking about, oh, ain't nobody, we, we fought for our slavery. These people don't know what they're talking about. I had a brother on TikTok talking pure rubbish, saying, oh, you're just mad uh, 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 because you come coming. Like, yo, fam, listen, that whole land is ours. Let's, let's make it clear. That whole land is ours. You're just a guest. We allow you to stay there. Because we could have took you out, as you can see, you guys was in captivity. Who set you free? You don't. Have, by that alone, you don't dictate who comes into your land and who don't. If if uh, if five hundred million Haitians want to go into the Dominican Republic, they could do so. Okay, don't forget where you was. I don't give a damn what America paying you, what they giving you, what they keeping you. I don't care how much money you taken from these girls that's going over there to get bodies done some of them don't even make it back home remember who you dealing with okay respect your elders are you dumb or are you dumb let's continue he abolished slavery in the spanish-speaking colony and declared himself governor general for life you hear what you hear what he, you, you hear it Governor General for life over the entire island of Hispaniola, which is called Af I mean, I'm about to say Africa, which is called Haiti and the Dominican. That whole island is ours. You guys are just guests. You are a guest. If I freed you from your mess, you don't ever put me to no test or I'm going to leave your ass in distress. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Let's continue. Let's continue. The Dominicans going to hear this They're going to be like I don't like it Turn it off But this is the truth You should know the truth When the truth shall set you free Right It says At the moment The Haitian Revolution Had outlasted The French Revolution Which had been Its inspiration Neo Napoleon Bonaparte Now the ruler of France Dispatched General Charles Lecour, his brother-in-law, and 43,000 French troops to capture. They went They went looking for Leviture. 43,000 just came for one man and restored both French rule and slavery. Levert was taken and sent to France where he died in prison in 1803. Jean-Jacques one of Levert's general and himself a former slave, led the revolutionary at the Battle of the Verities on November 18, 
1803, where the French forces were defeated on January 1st, 1804, which is today. Shout out to January 1st. This is why it's an important day. Dessalines declared the nation's independence and renamed it Haiti. Why do you think they call it Haiti? Because Haiti's hate. When you look up the definition of what Haiti is, we're gonna look up the definition for Haiti because I don't wanna, I don't wanna give you um, misleading information. But Haiti, I-E-T, that's that, that that's a that's that's that sound like a Bantu language. That sound like South Africa, it's West Africa. Don't let these people tell you anything different, man. Know your heritage, know your bloodline. You understand me? France became the first nation to recognize it independence. Look, the, look, the French was like, all right, all right, all right, look, y'all independent. <laughs> we don't want no beef. I don't want no more drama. <laughs> right? It says Haiti thus emerged, the first black um, republic in the world. Haiti thus emerged as the first black republic in the world and the second nation in the Western Hemisphere after the United States to win its independence from a European power. Come on. Give all give give a round of applause to all the ICS. <laughs> Let's give a brief understanding of the um of the uh, of the feast of of the soup zones, right? It says on January first, eighteen o four, Haiti made history by being the first Black Republican in the world and the first country in the Western Hemisphere to abolish slavery. Come feast on the traditional soup zones, Haitian pumpkin soup, and other Haitian cuisines. Right? This is a great opportunity to discover the country's rich culture and traditions. So when you go on to the next one, it says serving and eating soup jean on Haitian Independence Day is an integral part of the celebration. During the colonization period in Haiti, only the French masters could eat this soup for good fortune, forbidding the slaves from eating it. On January 1st, 1804, to truly celebrate the freedom and express victory, Empire Jean Jacques Dessalines asked his wife to cook and offer the soup to the former slaves as a message to the defeat, to to the to the defeat to the defeated, excuse me, masters. This is why this is very important. You know what I'm saying? This is why it's very important. And this is why, and because of this, and because of this, people, these heathens has been an attacking us every time. They, you know, they've been in our land, and I'm gonna give you guys a little, a little, a, a little information. They've been in our land. See, they got you brainwashed to believe that somebody like Aisteed was really for the people he wasn't a leader he was a weirdo he was a yes man as you can see we we as haitian people can't operate with yes men you have to be a rebellious this this rebelliousness that 
Haitians have, I also have. I'm very rebellious. Ooh. Like, I don't... You can't tell me something I don't want to do. If I don't, don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And now, and as I'm getting older, even reading this, I put the pieces together. And and I see why my children is the way that they are. I, I Listen, I don't even get mad. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I don't even get mad. I can't even get mad. I'm like, this is my child. This is me. I don't want to hear none of that. <laughs> right? Where was I? Damn, I lost my train. Oh, yeah. So, Aisti was not somebody to represent Haiti. Got it? And they knew that. So, when we threw him out, and when, when, when Segas, some of you guys don't know who Segas is. I don't know if he's still alive, but he was very important. Even somebody like Papa Doc. People like, oh, Papa Doc, he was wicked and evil. Nah. Nah, he was restoring, he was keeping order. You got to understand, when you're dealing with a, a bunch of colored people who has that energy to any given moment, rebel, we're capable of that. When we display somebody, it, we have to have somebody in leadership to keep everything under control. And people may disagree, but Haiti was at their best. When Papa Doc was running, Haiti was at their best. When Segras was running, Haiti started falling down. The minute we started dealing with Einstein and, and we wanted American help. Remember when Bill Clinton came and they forced, they came with military force and tried to get, you know, get Segras out. They finally took him out and they put back Einstein in. See, I'm giving you guys some history. While these people was there. They were scoop, snooping around and they found gold. And they did not just find like 10,000. They found $500 million worth of gold. So they had to call an earthquake in 2012 in January. While we were still, while we still were recovering from our celebration, our, you know, we our independence. Let me tell you something. Anytime, anytime you see America seeking, hold, oh, donate, donate for Haiti. When you see them, just know that they're the ones that's doing it, because they're gonna, they're gonna tell you to donate, and the money you donate, they still gonna pocket it. Come on, people, make it make sense, right? So when that happened. That earthquake took place. An earthquake so powerful. An earthquake so powerful that it only rattled the capital city. So powerful. An earthquake that powerful could be could happen in California and could be felt all the way in Texas. That's how powerful this earthquake was. But for some apparent reason, it just it just hit one particular area. Hmm. And when they found it, guess who? Guess who was the head over those things? Clint, the, his Clinton and his family. Oh yeah. Th th these are these these are document. These are these these are undeclassified documentations. You could look it up. It's not a conspiracy theory. 
The only thing that they're going to tell you about how can we control an earthquake? Look up HR. Look up HARP. Look up the HARP machine. And then they hit us with a and then they hit us with a hurricane. See, you gotta understand. They figured out how to keep Haiti under wraps. You understand? They figured how to keep Haiti under wraps. Keep them in a state of grievance. Keep them in a state of depression. Keep them in a state of the of dependence. They can't be independent. They must be dependent. And they're gonna we we helped them before, so we're gonna help them again. Now rest in peace to this last Haitian president. The reason why there's chaos going on is because the Haitian people don't want America to bring any one of their peoples or any suggestions from them to bring over here. They're done. Like I told you guys before, 2020 was the awakening for the Most High's children. They are done. They don't want that. Get that stuff out of here. Matter of fact, get all of that out of here. And it's only going to be a matter of time. Remember, history repeats itself. There's nothing new under the sun. And they're going to try something again. And it's still not going to be effective. And they know that. So what I want brothers and sisters to take out of this revolution, how it changes the world, it changes the world. It changes the world to the point where these people know exactly how powerful we are when we stick together, when we stay focused on one common goal, when we don't allow any outside influence to inter intervene with what we want to do. Keep everything in-house. They know that. This is why they don't allow your children. Why the, the as 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 black history. We talking about black history, not African American history. We talking about black history. This is something that should be very spoken of, but they will not let you have that. Because if they let you have that, a child curiosity, he says, "Mommy, Daddy, I learn about." I learned about Jean Jacques. I learned about him. And he fought these people and we won. And then your mother's going to say, well, yeah, we're strong. You're strong. You can be anything you want to be. And he's going to say in his mind, mommy, that's what I want to be. And then he talks, talking to his friends and, he, and his friends say, that's what I want to be too. And then he goes to his homegirls and she says, that's the type of man I want to be a wife to. And then before you know it, this is a pre-creation of a new generation of warriors, of leaders, of kings, rebellion, rebels, but the rebels that goes against the system that designed to keep us in the state that we remain in in 2022. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they know that. So they're never going to give 
have children, real black history. They're never gonna show you the glory of Africa and how we was kings. I mean, they're giving, they giving you a glimpse now because the father's doing that. They're giving you a glimpse now. But we was kings, we was rulers, we was always royal. Come on, how can we not be royal when we are in a land that produces all the jewelry, all the diamonds, all the gold? They don't, they, where you think they're getting this from? Where you think they're getting this from? These things are not in Europe. There's nothing growing in those areas. Those places be cold. Negative 400 degrees. These dudes is over here skinny dipping with no shirt on in negative 5 degree weather. And you telling me something righteous is coming from over there? Are you dumb or are you dumb? God has always showed us the beauty of the black power. Always. America's where it's at right now because of the black power. Ooh. America, listen, and I say this all the time, I feel bad for my African-Americans here because you guys don't have like an in-depth uh, 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 revolution or something cultural where you guys can honestly say that this is ours. Everything that was given to you guys was destructive to you guys. There's a lot of African-Americans that don't know about Soursap. You know, it's through us, it's through social media where people is having these access. But these are things that people in the islands been eating for years. You understand? Here in America, they teaching they teach our African American people to just eat fried food, eat hot dogs and buns. You celebrate all these heathen traditions and you hold on to it. And I get it. This is all you know. This is all you know. They refuse to allow you guys to get any level of history dating back to Africa. Anything. And when we and when we try to do it and try to start our own thing black, they put their foot into it because you are in their land. So they're not going to give you an opportunity to prosper. You see what they did to Black Wall Street. You see what they do to stuff like Kwanzaa. But, I, but as a colored man, as a black man, I'm here to tell you that the Father's gonna wake you guys up. You guys will lead the way. And if it's not gonna be through us, through this generation, the generation that's coming after, that's gonna be the generation that's gonna really, really start shaking up the room, shaking up the world. And this is why they need all of you guys situated. You hear me? They need everybody on the grid. Everybody. I need to know who is what, where you going, what you're eating, what you're buying, when you showering. I need to even know the color of your piss. This is what they want. But they won't get that. No matter how much they try, they won't get that. And the only way they, the only way we won't allow them is when you 
rather suffer than accept conveniency. You rather suffer instead of dealing with a level of entertainment. A lot of you guys are gonna prefer that, but I've seen it. 2021 displayed to me how my colored people who profess to be standing on truth, standing on real, went running when 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 these authorities said, listen, no, 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 no fufu, no tavai. If you don't take the stuff, you can't work. Hmm. See, when I seen that, that's when I realized, oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of y'all that will prefer to be in a level of comfort and be entertained. These are the individuals that's not gonna stand on nothing. But for those that's standing on something, we listen, I'm standing on righteousness, standing on truth integrity honor I stand on that I stand on loyalty what my loyalty may be different from others but I stand on that I rock with you I rock with you if I said if I said you my homie till the end you my homie till the end if I say no matter what the circumstances is if you ever need me I will be there that's exactly what I will do doesn't matter because that's how I was raised your word is your bond if I say I'm, I got you I got you because your word is your bond before we had money before we had clothes before we had houses cars the only thing that we ever had when we learned how to speak was that bond and the same dudes that I'm running with now are the same dudes I was running with when I was with nothing, zero. When I had to take my moms with me to go to the store and go buy me some Jordans. You understand me? That's real right there. But I digress. This is what they don't want. But we shall receive it. If you really want it, take this time out. This is why I try to tell my people, don't just let these people give you your education and understanding of who you are. You got to do that. You are living in a corporation where it's a capitalistic society. I'm going to capitalize off your misery the only way you're going to ever stop a misery is to know your history you see when it rhymes it's because it's meant to go together and once you know your history and you know what you're capable of and you and then you know what the enemy is capable of and is doing right before your face right before your eyes you then have to make a conscious decision and say is this something that i want to apply to my everyday life or i'm gonna say no this ain't right and that's what i have done and that's what i will continue to do this is what the repent and die podcast is for repent means change it's either you're going to repent and change or you're going to die where you stand that's it 
You can take it in a righteous sense. You can take it in a physical sense. You can take it in a mental sense. You can take it in any sense pertaining to your life. If your life is upside down and you don't make this change, you're going to die. I should have, maybe if I had changed it to change or die podcast, people would have been seeing it more of a, a wake up. Because when they hear to repent, they instantly, uh, he's about to come with the Bible. Yes, I will be coming with it. Are you dumb or are you dumb? But I'm not going to come with it on the way the TV snake's going to come with it. Creflo, take your dollar. Or this clown that just got locked up for fraud. Talking about he got robbed. No, you caused the robbery. I ain't never seen. Listen, I anybody that's from the streets know when a dude come when dudes come in the in, in your into your house, you're not gonna instantly just drop on the floor. You're pissed off. I, that man, they say nothing. He said, all right, all right, all right. Instantly, all right, all right, all right. It, it was it was a predicted plot, but I digress. I digress. I'm not gonna give you that. I'm going to give you the Haitian revolution. I'm going to give you the isms that isn't working in the black communities. I'm going to give you, you, you are what you eat. I'm going to give you that the streets are a thousand and oh. I'm going to give you that. Because that is what you need to understand where we at. Because a lot of you niggas, and yes, I said it, you niggas, you Hegros, Hegropeans, Hedonites, a lot of you guys are asleep and thinking things is a joke. So you 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 rather wait for somebody to get hurt close to you before you wake up? Listen, all it took was for my mans to die, and I already knew what type of time it was. Before my man's death, I thought I was untouchable. I thought my crew was superheroes. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. We went everywhere. We, 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 we went everywhere. And I'm talking about everywhere. They didn't matter where it was at. We was in there. Whether we was three deep, two deep, ten deep, a hundred deep. We went everywhere. And we, and we was looking forward. We was looking forward for the action. What you think we did on our spare time? We slap box. What? You, what you, but you thought we was smoking weed? <laughs> nah, we was slap boxing. We was, we was doing the dizzies. Slap box, play ball, bad girls, buy clothes. That was the life. Hustle. Facts. This is a fact. But when my son died, I was like, oh, no, this ain't right. And then when another man died, oh, no, this definitely ain't right. When my next homie got went to jail, oh, no, this ain't life. And I'm saying it like that, but all it took was my first homie. Rest in peace to little Jay. You know I love you, Brody. When when my when that was my heart, bro. When, when he was gone, oh no, my son didn't even get a chance to see my little man. My son is about to be eighteen years old. 
He'll be 18 this year. Called me yesterday, said, your dad, man, what should I put down on your annual things for my college? I said, zero. Are you dumb? I'm poor. And when I, when, when I realized that he didn't get an opportunity to see my little man, that's when I seen life differently. When I see my little man, I even left, I left a lot of things alone. Got a lot of aggressiveness that I used to have. My man said, he was like, yo, bro, son, you just mad different now. I was like, nah, I have a reason to live. Then I had my daughter. Then I, then I had my, <laughs> then I had a daughter again. It's like, no, are you dumb or are you dumb? And, and before my son was born, I had my oldest daughter. You feel me? This life ain't for me. I, that's what I said. But I digress. It's Haitian Revolution, man. Embrace it, man. Honor that, man. That's you. That's you. And this is not just for this is not just for Haitians. This is for all colored people. We are all one family I don't care if you from Africa I don't care if you from wherever you dark skin you came from a level of slavery you is my brother you come from that you come from that lineage of Abraham Isaac and Jacob Abram excuse me Isaac and Jacob and together we shall rise together we shall stand together we shall look at the enemy and said, are you dumb or are you dumb? It's your brother, man, from the motherland, man. Came to you guys live. Continue supporting, man. This was a good one, man. Shout out to my Isis. Oh, hold on, man. You know I got to, you know, you listen. You know I got to play one time for the one time. One time for the Isis. Come on now. Se 
to all my Haitians, man, like I said, go eat your soup, drink your cremas, throw your flags in the air. If you see another Haitian man in the street, say, yo, man, you my brother, I love you. We in this together. Enjoy this day. It's your brother, man, from the motherland. I came to you guys live. And if you don't know who I am, I am Mr. Keep My Foot on your what? On the heathens. You heathens and the newly installed heathenized next. Are you dumb or are you dumb?